I've, I've never really viewed myself as particularly talented. Where I excel is ridiculous, sickening work ethic. You know, while the other guy's sleeping, I'm working. While the other guy's eating, I'm working. I have a great time with my life. And I want to share. share. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Stalian English Show featuring Coach Kurtz. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am your man, Coach English. I'm with Coach Staley and Coach Kurtz. It's another wonderful, wonderful, wonderful weekend. Glad that we can come back again with you guys for episode eight. We are eight episodes in. That means two months down on the ground here, giving you the best that we can in high school, college, pro, everything on and off the court, field. Uh, 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 and if we ever had the topic, maybe even lacrosse, pool, whatever it is uh, you want to possibly talk about, uh, we're here to talk about. Uh, how was how's your week going there, uh, Big Josh? Week as well. Always God is good. Um, Florida State took it on the chin yesterday. Took it by three. I'm expecting my Redskins to um, actually beat the Eagles tomorrow and, and, and pull in um, one game behind first place. Into it. It'll be a virtual tie, not a literal tie, but it'll be a virtual. So, I'm expecting my boys to take care of business yesterday. How everything going with you, Michael? Man, I had a phenomenal week. Uh, got to go out to uh, check out Coach uh, English and his uh, his guys go over some uh, stuff for their workout. Shout out to your team, Coach. Got there at like <laughs> 6 p.m. on a Thursday night, and you had, what, 15, 16 guys, and they're working hard. So that was awesome to get to see your guys, and they – they were really engaged and bought in. And then I actually went down to Atlanta yesterday for a high school strength coaches conference. And um, awesome, awesome. There's some unbelievable high school strength coaches in the country. Um, Got to give a shout out to um, Coach Gary Schofield and Coach uh, Toby Jacoby, both guys down in Atlanta, who I put, put what they do up against anybody in the country at any level. Um, Coach Schofield, one of my biggest mentors. I basically steal almost everything I do from him, so I got to give that full <laughs> And then last thing, I mean, I think we got the best podcast out there for sure. But if you you have a, on my way to and from Atlanta, I was listening to the Road Trip and podcast. Yeah, I listened to it on my way here. You put me on that. It, That's, it, it's funny. It is a great podcast. If you haven't checked that out, obviously listen to us. But then if you're looking for another one. Road Tripping Podcast with uh, Richard Jefferson and Channing uh, Fry. Yeah. yeah. I, I um, actually got a chance to um, go to the South Carolina High School League Leadership Conference this week. I failed to mention and heard some great speakers. Um, our own Coach Hallett, um, head baseball coach over at AC Floor, did a tremendous job. And That's then I was, the man right there. Um, and his, his speech was awesome, man. Um, talked about actually do you have what it takes, you know, sportsmanship. The kids were engaged. And also got to hear from Coach Boone. What was Coach Boone's first name? Jeremy Boone. Jeremy Boone. Athletebydesign.com. Give him a plug. Yeah, he was awesome, man. Um, just a very, very engaging show. Um, kept me on the edge of my seat. Not a show, but um, presentation. And I think it was great. I picked up a lot from both of them. And um, shout out to the high school league for hosting that. Young folks were able to come in and gain some leadership skills. So that was that was very good. But uh, let's get into what we're going to talk about. For this week's show, um, as as the basketball season approaches, or it could just be any season that you want to play, um, that you participate in, we want to talk about a few things on 
you know what 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 to expect, how to look at things, and um, one one thing we're gonna we're gonna talk about and we we'll let Coach Kurtz kind of hit that hard is um, handling the relationship that that triangle between trainers, coaches, parents, skill coaches. Um, we're gonna talk to the young folks and get them to understand how important it is to be a winner off the field or the court of play. That everything connects. You know, you can't just be a stud in your sport. You got to be a stud on and off the field. Um, be a great person in every aspect. And then finally, um, little little something for the parents. How can you help your child be a winner? Okay. So um, we're gonna go ahead and kick this thing off. We we'll let Coach Kurtz get into his specialty, talking about you know how he handles his relationships with his coaches and being a strength coach at AC Floor. Oh, last time I'm going to say this, too. Coach English don't come at my strength coach anymore. All right. He gave that. I, he gave you guys a plan. Now you're sneaking and asking him to come down there and do these sneak workouts. Now, I wasn't going to say anything. It was not a sneak workout. Until I saw workout. some stuff posted on social media. It was Here's not a sneak thing. workout, Okay, though. so this like, is what we're going to do. This why would I post it on social media if it was a sneak this workout? Is, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. Get your own strength coach in Hartsville. Okay? I'm Get you one, and then leave mine alone. Okay? Listen, let me let me say this. Right. Let me say this. I believe in the betterment of all of the children, not just a few select few children. I feel like there's a greater good to be learned from the great mind of Michael Kurtz over there, who, who, who I believe has. See, really, I'm gonna be honest with you. You know, not to to take the joking out of it a little bit. He brought he he did something I, I was not able to do, which was explain to the kids exactly why they're doing the exercises they're doing. And to be honest, it rejuvenated them because I can't tell you how many texts I got since he's been gone about, hey, coach, when are we getting back in the weight room? When before I couldn't even, you know, they went and we worked hard. But, you know, I think that them understanding that right. what what why they're doing this exercise and he was explaining to them how they overuse their quads and and, and so the quad is a, it has a particular strength natural strength to it because of the motions on the court this is why they have to strengthen the hamstrings this is why they have to do this and i think they learned coach more. english i understand all that if but, you but, 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 but get you a book or something <laughs> you want to explain the workouts dog they got google you can got a phone no, you got a small phone i understand was, all that <laughs> Let's get started with the show. Well, well, let me say this. Last time, Coach Kurtz, if at any point you feel unappreciated (laughs) where you are, please understand that there's a little school uh, between here and Florence named Hartsville High School that will be happy to have you. Another the, the the football coach came to me. Hey, coach, who was that? I seen that guy before. Who was that that was in the weight room? I said that was my coach, Kurtz. That's right. He's like, how'd you get him to come down here? I said, hey, all that was asking. All right, well, you and your just, football coach can go to Haiti. <laughs> stay away, stay away from a guy. Like all this isn't changing my mind. We know what we have here. This isn't an ugly duckling in the pond that we're overlooking. I, I know, I, I know you appreciate him right. to the to hey, the death. But I mean, we're gonna we're gonna bring it back. But you brought it up. Well, I didn't bring I, it up. You know. No, I'm swinging next time. Okay, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, we just got to, you know, but, um, your kids got the sparring outfit in the back. We can make it happen. <laughs> they do get the sparring outfit. They do. Good thing we haven't been fighting this week, but they yeah. do have a sparring outfit. But, um, yeah, Coach Kurtz, man, let's talk about this, man. Um, break this down, the importance of these people having a healthy relationship. Yeah, so, I mean, honestly, that was a great lead-in about how Coach English talked about. I really want to explain to all of my athletes the why behind what we're doing in our program. And so I always sit down at the beginning of the year and then continually 
talk to them about the core values of our program, the goals and the mission of our strength program. And so it's a delicate relationship with if you got a full-time strength guy at the high school and then you want your athletes to to be want to be the best and want to buy in and and get that extra work. So if they want to get a a outside trainer as well and get a personal trainer or a personal skill coach for their sport. I mean, it's a delicate relationship. You don't want to, you want them to want to get better yeah. and want to get that extra work in. Um, so, and we talked about it a few weeks ago. I mean, everything about coaching in life is about communication and about relationships. So um, I need to communicate with my athletes about what we're doing in our strength program. Um, and if they do, if they have access or their parents want them to get extra work in, that's great because a lot of times I have 30, 40 kids in the weight room at one time and there's some individual stuff that I see that they could use extra work with um, and I may not always be able to give them their, their full attention, that one-on-one -on -one attention that, that they could get. So if they want to get extra work, it's about having an open relationship with the parent with the um, athlete, and then developing a relationship with the outside personal trainer, outside strength coach, or outside skill coach, to be able to talk to them about what we're doing in our program, what I think would be good for that athlete to work on outside of our program, so that though, so what I'm doing with that athlete, and what the personal trainer, or personal strength coach, or personal skill guy is doing with that athlete, they all collaborate and and they're married and they work together in a unified fashion. Um, so again, it all comes down to relationships. We have, um, I have some good relationships with some outside strength coaches, some private sector strength coaches in the area. And we, we, um, we communicate all the time about what, if one of my, one of the, my guys is going to him, what he needs to work on. And um, like shout out to Jason Brunson at Athletes Arena. He actually just got, just got married yesterday, but oh, congrats, we just Jay. we just spoke um, last week about a couple of baseball guys are going to go and get some extra work with him. And hey, what do you think they they need to develop? I don't want to overwork them, and I want our programs to work together. And so uh, again, it all comes back to being open with your athletes, being able to explain the why behind what you're doing, and then having that good relationship with the with the personal trainer, the athlete, the parent, where they all trust, everybody trusts the process. And I mean, it sounds great what, what, how I just explained it. It doesn't always work out that way, but that is the goal, is to have a great relationship with the parent, the athlete, and the outside coach where your program can work together cohesively. I know for myself, speaking for myself from a basketball perspective, um, when there is a healthy relationship between every connecting dot you know the kid benefits the most i have one parent that and she doesn't have to do this but she literally basically tells me every time her son goes and get outside work for sure but what happened was that parent went to that trainer and be like well look i really respect coach daly i like what he's doing talk to him so you can know what to work on with his with him and um the trainer called me and guess what happened me and that trainer have a great relationship so every time my kids he's one of the better um trainers in in the city so, so every time my kid comes, one of my kids go to him, he hits me up. 
For Yo, sure. so what, what you want me to work on, coach? And it might be something as simple as, look, I trust what you do, but work on this floater because we didn't get to work on floaters for the sure. last two weeks. 100%. And 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 that's so great because one, it's not a it's not an ego competition. I trust I trust what um they're doing. They respect what I'm doing. The parent wants what's best for their child, and ultimately the kid wants to get better. Boom! Everybody's working for growth. No one's trying to um, sit in the background and say I did this. And um, it's it's a it's a um, it's a few man, really really good trainers that I work sure. with. Um, Coach Rob Rose, Coach um, Coach Brown, Marseille Brown, Coach um, um, Pooh, Coach Pooh over there at um, Cardinal Newman. Like they do a tremendous job with working with my guys. I don't want to overlook anyone, but those are like three of the main guys. You know, well, really well here's another guys. thing, Coach from. From me looking at if I was an outside trainer, if I was a private sector guy, like you develop a good relationship with the high school coach. Like you just shouted out those guys. I just shout out Coach Brunson. Like if one of my guys comes to me and like, hey, coach, what do you think about me going and getting some uh, extra work? What do we, What do you think I need to work on? Oh, I need to work on my sprint technique. Oh, do, you got anybody that you would recommend me going to? Yeah. Go to this guy. I know that I have a good relationship with him. I know that he's going to, what he does as well. So if, if you're a private guy and you develop that relationship with the high school guys, like we're all working together. It shouldn't right. be me right. versus you. We're all working together and then it's going to work out well business wise. Oh, I got to, Coach Staley's going to, one of his guys right. wants to go get extra work. Coach Staley's going to send his guys to right. me. Shoot me those guys, guys, man. Shoot me those guys. Well, I mean, sure. that's, 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 that's on the ideal. Yeah, oh, yeah, side sounds, of the situation. It's, yeah. It sounds real good, and I think for a lot of situations, for the guys that you talked about, uh, uh, for those and a couple of others that we know, you know, the, not, the names might not be able to come to us at the right at this moment. But there are a lot of good people out there. There are those on the other side of it that that don't want to be married to the situation that want to have their own stamp or to say that they did. And I think that's where some guys, some people like coaching is one of the most selfless, selfless professions. Oh and my God. If you're a guy who is like, yo, I want to, this is my guy. I want to want to take care of everything. Married to the situation. I like yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going to tweet that later. They, they, I'm, <laughs> seriously, they don't want it. Cause, cause you know what it is. A marriage is, is, is what it's communication it's communication compromise and yeah. a commitment to another person not to yourself yeah. and i think that a lot of uh and even let's let's flip it back on us there's a lot of there's a lot of us coaches hey coaches that don't want their kids doing extra work with the assistant coaches that don't want them doing extra work with these outside yeah. guys mm-hmm. and you know me my assistant coach he'll call me up the only thing i ask him to do i say hey man just call me up before you open the gym in case somebody asks me right why right. is in the gym Boom, boom, boom. I do not mind you working out. I don't care who it is you work out. Yeah. Just let me know. And he does a great job. Coach Eric Bennett, shout out to Coach E. He 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 does a great job of, of working those kids out. I got a new coach, Coach Lex, who does a great job of working my kids out. You know, if I'm here shooting a podcast <clears throat> and, and it was in, and we were in season, when we've been coming earlier, they'll be in the gym on a Sunday with and be like, hey, we're open today. Whoever wants to come through and get some extra work, get some extra work. But they're not telling them anything detrimental that's going to put point – point them against me and glorify themselves they're really literally working for the betterment of the kid but there's a lot of people out there that shoot there's some assistant coaches that you can't let around your kids and you you got to spend a whole year getting rid of 
sure. because they have their own selfish they have their own selfish intent and reasons that they want to do it. And then you got some of these personal trainers out here, whether it's strength training, whether it's a baseball trainer, softball, uh, 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 freaking checkers that just wants to they just want to have their own way of saying, hey, this was my kid. This yeah. is what. I did, and I think a couple. Of, I think um, a little while ago, I, I tweeted something that said, "There's nobody who deserves a thanks that deserves a thanks, but the parent, or that's if they're involved." Because you know we have some parents that are not involved. So you know I'm not saying all parents, but there are some parents like Josh. You just talked about one who always tells you what's going on and lets you know what the kid is doing, lets you know what she's doing, trying to, or him or he's doing to try to make their kid better, give them a better opportunity. We all should be, it takes a village. That's what they say. It by takes far, a village. By far, it, it, it takes a village. And, and I'm going to tell you something, how important it is to have healthy relationships. Like from those guys, Coach Abraham, I, I, Pooh, I ain't mean to just, just call you Pooh like that on the air, but that's <laughs> who you are in the city. Right? <laughs> but um, because of my healthy relationships with um, Marseille Brown, Coach Pooh, Coach Abraham, and um, Coach Rob Rose, they work my sons out also. Yeah. You know, um, each one of them are on a revolving workout with my sons. I would like to think that I can give my sons what they need, but I know I can't give them everything. Mm -hmm. So if these guys can help out, guess what? Guess what? They're going to help out. So if I trust my sons to go to them, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to send my extended sons to them, the, the guys that play for me. And, mm -hmm. and, and it helps. I've been fortunate, like I said, to only have really two, maybe three negative situations where the guy on the outside was trying to attack me. And most of the time, either the parents or the kids are going to come back and tell me because and tell of the you, relationship yeah. that I have. Um, one, at, one out of the three, I was able to talk to and establish a good relationship with them. The other two just literally didn't want to talk to me. So they, Because like you said, they had their own Agendas. personal agenda. Yeah. But um, like Coach Kurtz said, man, Coach Kurtz hit it so heavy in the beginning, man, you... You 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 gotta talk to me because he you go in the weight room if it's forty it's forty it's, it's softball it's lacrosse it's um what some some volleyball girls it's, it's it's my guys that's not in the weightlifting class all of them are in there even with your interns and even with me walking around we can't hit on everything so guess what when when brother Jason calls and say yo Mike I got these guys what do they need to work on well it could be something as simple as hey Jason work on their quick twitches. You know, work on their hammies a little bit more because we didn't get that. Sure. And guess what? The kid grows. Jason still gets his money, his investment, and everybody and everyone benefits. So um, parents, man, because it starts really with you, parents. Parents, make sure the folks that are involved in your child's life have healthy relationships. Because I've been, on, I've been in a situation where because me and the other person didn't have a healthy relationship. And I'm not being petty. I'm just going to be honest with you. It wasn't me. I'm, I'm like the kid in the classroom raising my hand. It wasn't me. It wasn't um, me. It wasn't me, Miss Brown. You know, I wanted to, I, it wasn't me, Miss Black, Miss Blue. I, I wanted to make sure that I did what was best for the child. So it's, it's important to have a, 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 healthy, a healthy relationship. But, um, and for sure, and last thing, I mean, if, if, the coach is, if the coach is in it to say, I did this, I did this for this kid. Like, that's that's not the, per the whole, like you said, nobody deserves a thank you. The, the person who deserves the credit is the, the kid. kid. Yeah, the right? kid deserves the, the credit. The work. Like, I mean, you, if you're if you're just trying to say, hey, I'm the one who made this kid, that ain't, that, that's not the kind of coach the kid that still has to, The kid still has to have the work ethic, 100%. the heart, the, 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 the fire, like, the desire. I mean, you know, our breakout is, um, uh, on every breakout we say, um, uh, dedication, determination, desire. 
you know, like you got to have that design. And, and, but that's, that's from them from within. So we could send them to trainers all day. But remember, you said it, what, I think it was episode three or four. You said, you know, it's not what you do, it's how you do it. You know, like Coach Kersey was at the workout and he says, that kid right there points to a kid and says, that kid's a beast right there. And all he was doing was wall squats. Yeah, he was focused. He was bought it was, in. But, but, yeah. it, but he was so, he was so glued. Dialed in, yeah. He was so dialed in to Coach Kurtz that he did it as sort of, to the point where he was teaching the other kids. Yeah. No, you're doing it wrong. No, you got to do this. You got to do that. Or, you know, and, and which was so funny as he said it. He, I, I didn't even. I wouldn't have had to have been looking at who it was to know who he was talking about yeah. because that's the type of kid he is. You know what I'm saying? So, it, it, a lot of it, a lot of the, a lot of the, I, I like the fact that my kids go out and get extra help. I love it because, like you said, we can't hit on everything. But you know, let's let's always make sure that the open the lines of communication are open and we stay, you know, in communicado. Because if we don't. You know what I'm saying? If we don't, we're, we're, we're setting the kid up for failure because now we're pulling them in different directions. Yep. And a kid never wants to disappoint anyone. You know, I've never met a kid that intentionally wanted to disappoint someone. Keep, so keep they, coaching. They always, they, huh? Keep coaching. Yeah. I, I know some kids that ain't give a fat butt. <laughs> no, I'm just saying something. No, they just don't, they don't, they don't yeah. intentionally want to disappoint. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I don't think there's anybody with, you know, kids wise, I think a lot of that stuff is learned behavior that they that they learn over time you know what i'm saying so i just think that you know let's let's all foster a great relationship let's be married to the situation and make sure that we you know what i'm saying get these kids where they're supposed to where, where, where they want to get to all right sure. that's great man i like how you use that word married man i'm expecting you and coach curse to get married real soon all right moving on um uh, 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 uh. we're gonna go ahead and get into this um <laughs> Winning off the field, man. Winning off the field, winning off the court of play. Young people, a lot of times, young folks, y'all think you could just show up. You think everything is going to go well. Well, (laughs) guess what? The human body and life doesn't work like that, okay? The more in line you are with everything that you do and you're in in, because everything correlates, everything connects, everything collaborates amongst each other with the different things you want to do in life. What are you talking about, coach? This is what I'm talking about. I can't be a great mechanic if I'm going around getting drunk, you know, five times a week because my hands aren't going to be steady. You know, I can't say I want to be a great singer if I'm running around in the cold with my shirt off every day getting sick. You know, everything you want to do is going to have to be in line. So. Young folks, you got to start, we got to, and, and it's, it's our job as adults, because I'm tired of cutting on ESPN, seeing these young folks getting arrested or getting suspended or getting fined because they aren't being consistent with their expectations off the court like they are on the court or on the field. So we have to be very, very um, consistent with what we do. The first thing I'm going to touch on, then I'm going to pass it on, is um, young people stay away from recreational drugs. It's especially alcohol if you aren't old enough to drink, okay? Um, I see Instagram pictures, Facebook pictures with um, young athletes with beers Man. and stuff. These kids, then, man, like they're 25. Right, when like, they're like they've already lived a hard life, <laughs> uh-huh. man. And it's just like slow down. His was crazy. It's a time and place for all of that. But if you want to be as, as great as you possibly can be in whatever sport you're playing – you cannot do recreational drugs. You can't be out here drinking and, and sneaking behind your parents' back. Or even more goddamn on dangerous, your parents know you're drinking. Um, 
and think you're going to be able to perform at the highest level in your sport that you play. It's just not, that's just not how the sacrifice goes. You have to, you, in order to be great, you can't do what everyone else does. Shout out to Dr. Barron, um, Coach Alex Barron's wife, who taught me that at South Carolina State University. You know, that was one of the first things she told me. You can't be, in order to be great, you can't do what everyone else do. There's no commonality. There's no commonality behind the door of greatness. When you open up that door of greatness and start looking and say, that's where I want to be, you aren't going to see everything that you are used to seeing on a regular basis because it's not common. It's not common. And um, young folks, y'all got us. I know it sounds cliche, but you have to stay away from the drugs. You have to you have to um, stay away from the alcohol. You can't say stuff like, well, there's no side effects of marijuana. Yes, there is. You know, there, there are huge side effects in marijuana. And um, I know you might be thinking, well, why they're legalizing it? Why they want to do this? That's because they're trying not to send as many people to jail mm -hmm. over something like marijuana because the prisons are overcrowded and they're trying to prevent so many people from going to jail. So make sure you really understand the whole the whole spectrum of what's going on. But um to stay away from it man what, what are your thoughts koji well uh any kid any kid who has ever played for me knows my stance on this if they have played for me they know my stance on this uh at my former school uh i took it to the board and they approved for me to test the kids as i wanted to all i had to do was pay for the drug test myself and i would drug test two of them Prior to a game at random. And they the only stipulation they made was I couldn't kick them off the team for a failed test. Okay, fine. So we put a thing in place where the first time they got a warning. The second, they would get retested. Um, the next time tests came around, they would have to get re they would have to be retested. And at that moment, then we would bring in a conference with their parent and they'd be suspended for five games. And then after that, they'd be suspended for the season. Now, we wouldn't kick them off, but they wouldn't play again. And that's how serious I am about not putting toxic things in your body when you're when you're an athlete. I think that there's no way for your body for you to get the full potential out of your body, not only your body but your brain. For sure, all of those things are psycho. They they, they go straight to your brain before it goes anywhere. That's why you feel woozy or sleepy or whatever else it is. That's that's a reaction to it going to your brain. That's why you can't remember half the stuff that you're supposed to remember to do. You know, like, and, and, and then, oh, I'm sorry. This is going a little bit off track. But then you think we stupid. You come in reeking of it. Hey, man, you been smoking? Nah, cool. Yeah, I'm dumb. I, I got stupid written across my forehead. And then now you expect me to put you out there to perform in practice or something else? You know, like I just don't, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I don't understand. Like, and me growing up in Jersey, man, like we, me and one of my homeboys, we couldn't find no place to buy weed because wouldn't nobody sell it to us. Well, they, do you, you, they would, they said, man, nah, -uh. nah, you're nah, not, nah, 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 yeah, I'm not, I'm not, no, no, I'm not giving that to you. you no, know, you might, you might, you better go someplace else. And once again, comes down to the village because somebody's. Somebody's selling it to them, somebody's whatever, whatever, whatever. And, and that's going a little bit far left. But I just feel like there's no way for you to perform for you to get the full potential out of your body. There's no way possible if you're if you're drinking or doing recreational drugs. And if you're talking about going to the next level, they put you out of school. Yeah. Well, here's here's my, my thoughts. Like, so again and again, another uh shout out to uh 
to Richard Jefferson and them guys on the road trip and podcast because they were they were just talking something similar to this topic about so it was Richard Jefferson, Channing Frye, J.R. Smith, LeBron were all on were all talking and all of them were talking about how many guys they've seen growing up except what I don't think LeBron had this problem but those other three guys how many guys oh Kyrie was on it too how many of them they saw growing up that were better than them yeah. growing up that did not make it because they were not they were not fully engaged in being great 24 hours a day oh, which man. these guys Richard Jefferson and listening to these guys speak Richard Jefferson Kyrie LeBron like these are ex- they are extremely intelligent, intelligent. guys mm-hmm. and that's the thing that I don't think that gets out there in the media and stuff is these guys that are playing professional sports are intelligent, smart guys. And all the publicity is like if the very few of them get caught with drugs or smoking weed, that's all in the that's yeah. all in the media. And so now our young guys are like, oh, these NBA guys, they're all smoking weed, doing drugs, partying. And it's no, not all of them. 95% of them are fully engaged in being great at all times. And um, they're, they, you can tell that they are very smart, that they um, did very well in school, that they were about their books, that they didn't party. And those are the guys that make it. Yeah, Those are the guys that make it. Are there a few that make it that, that just had just unbelievable athleticism and, um, and just luckily made it? But like, when you look at J.R. Smith, J.R. Smith, if you look at him, you're like, oh, that, that, that guy's from the streets. That guy. Like, but no, he grew up in middle class New Jersey with two parents. He's very, very well spoken. He's a very smart dude just because he's got all those tattoos and it looks like he's from the streets. He's not. He's not. <laughs> like, and he, he's, what's he, 10, 11, 12 years in the league? Right. Yeah. I mean, he takes care of his body. Um, but that that stuff doesn't get publicized as much, um, and I mean, so if you want to make it where those guys have made it, like you can look at those guys, and they have done everything, resisted temptations, resisted drinking, resisted doing drugs, go all growing up, did well in school, and that's what helped them get to that opportunity, like and. I mean, Kyrie Irving's one of the top five players in the NBA, probably, right? I mean, he's talked about. Right. Yeah. There were guys in my neighborhood that, in my area, that were better than me growing up, and they never made it. Yeah, like, right. you, they were better than Kyrie Irving, who's one of the <laughs> best players in the NBA right now. Yeah, I mean, you, you I mean, it, shoot, New York, I mean, it, from where I come from, it's a million of them. You know what I'm saying? And I know from, from South Carolina, it's a million of them. It's. It's so many people who chose to do something different, to not be great. They did everything they could to not be great. You, you know, you can shoot me being a high school teacher. My first teaching job, I was at a school with one of the top, one of the country's top players. And shoot, he couldn't stay in school because he loved he what he loved the weed so much. Now he ain't doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's the the the. What I need the young people to understand is, it's not that we don't understand the temptation. All right, and then for a person like me who had a really, really hard, you know, I had a really, really hard life, and not to say that I did not try it, I don't do it because I know it's not good for my body. I know it's not. 
I didn't enjoy the high feeling. I didn't enjoy feeling sluggish all the freaking time. I just didn't enjoy it. And I realized I did it because of the people that were around me. I did it because it was what people in the hood was doing at the time. You got to change. You got to change People on my block. Yeah. You can't. You, you could be in the hood and not hang with Yeah, and not hang with the dude. Like, hood I, intentions. Exactly. You, know, you got you to keep it real with yourself. I do believe this, though, Coach. I believe um, the bat, the, 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 the you're going to get tempted. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's 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 not what we're telling you to fight through. Don't fall for the temptation. Yeah. Everyone gets tempted. I get tempted, Coach Kurtz, Coach Coach Eve right here, because we're all human. But you have to condition yourself to know how to fight through the temptation. That's what we want we want y'all young folks to start winning more, but let me help y'all out a little bit more. Well, because we're talking about drugs. Well, how can you fight through these temptations? Well, if you fight through the temptation of not studying and bust your tail academically off the court or off the field, you're going to you're going to be successful. Um, if you fight through that temptation of not wanting to respect that adult or that authority figure when they when when you even feel that you aren't wrong, but you have to respect them just because they are the authority figure or the adult at that time. Fight through that temptation of wanting to say, nah, man, what you talking about? Fight through that temptation. I've been there, done that. I grew up inner city DC. I've been accused of the police wrongfully multiple times, okay? But each time I had to fight through that temptation, and guess what happened? I always came back on the, on the back end right, yeah. okay? You have to um, you have to um, be willing to, to, to control your social life. You know, everyone doesn't need to know what you're doing but through an Instagram or through a tweet, control your social life. But when you align all of these things, when you expect adults and authority, you focus in the classroom off the court. You find yourself saying, then you start saying to yourself, you know what? I'm not going to blow it this one time just for this high. I'm not going to blow it this one time just to get a little drunk or hang with the boys because I've invested too much. And the more you invest, the more you invest, the more you want to take care of your investment. You don't want to just walk away from it. So bust your tail in the classroom. Respect authorities. Respect adults. Control your social life. Like, because all of that, because a lot of times, young folks, y'all get involved with this social life and y'all be spiraling out of control and you don't realize you're connected with so many people socially over the internet and, and, and through media. They have you um, twisting and turning. And, 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 and it'll help you fight through those temptations, man. And, and we're pleading to y'all because we want y'all to be successful. And like Coach Kurt said, don't get it twisted. Those few dudes that you're seeing getting caught on TV, they've been getting away with it for a long time, and now they're just getting caught. Mm-hmm. And that other 95% exactly. has committed themselves. There's not as many as you think there It's are. not. It's not. The media it, sensationalizes things. And what's crazy is, young people, it is so, now this is going to sound crazy. And I tell my sons this. My wife looked at me like I was crazy when I first said it. It is easy to be great nowadays. You know why it's easy? Because most people aren't going to um, wake up for 5 a.m. workouts. Yeah. Most people aren't going to bust their tail on that test. Most people aren't going to say no to drugs. Most people aren't going to walk away and be called a punk or a chump because they don't want to take a drink with the boys. Yeah. Most people aren't going to do that. Most people nowadays are fine with not being great. But yes, so they're fine yes. with it. So if you want to be great, it's a lot easier because yeah. there's not as many people out there that want to be great and that want to put that work And in. a lot of people be like, well, you know, we get to the top of the mountain. You know why the air is thin? 
at the top of the mountain. Because it's rare. Because it's not that many people breathing. <laughs> it's rare. It. So the air doesn't have to be thick. So when you get up there, you'll have all the air you need. Because it's and and, 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 and and most people say, well, it was a lonely walk to the top. No, it's not. Because eventually you're going to see yourself surrounded with other people that want to be at the top. Yeah. So Those you won't, you want and be. you will have all the company that you need, man. All the company. To that piggyback you need. on that, and then we'll move on. Go to ahead, piggyback bro. on that is, let me. You want to know <laughs> about where you headed, or or, or or your greatness, or whatever? Take some stock in your circle. For sure. That's Take 100%. some stock in your circle. Your circle is. Who are your friends? Who Who is in your circle? Like, how many of them dudes are positive, uh, are going to reinforce that even if they smoking, they going to say, hey, dog, nah, hey, you going to head home. You know, take stock in your circle because whoever you surround yourself with, that's what you're going to be. That's 100%. Whoever you, you surround yourself you with, you, you, with, you are who you surround yourself with. And, and a lot of you guys are okay with the mediocre circle that you're in. Yeah, man. You'd rather be jealous of the great ones, even though you can possibly be a great one. You'd rather be jealous of the great one with the rest of them hang out with the mediocre rather than finding yourself in that great circle. Because you don't belong in the mediocre circle. That's why you're never comfortable. That's why you don't like what's going on. That's why you have bad days because you're uncomfortable with your circle. You got to change where you at to move forward. So if everybody, if you're trying to be great, you're talking about you're trying to be this great athlete, you're trying to. You know, every kid, every kid doesn't want a, a, a scholarship to college. I, I, I've learned that in the past couple of years that every kid doesn't want to go to college and they're not interested in playing college sports. They just like doing it in high school. But if you if you are that, yeah. if you are that, if you are the one that, that's trying to make it and you want to get there, and, I have, and, and, and then that means 24-7 grind means you ain't got time to put BS in your body. You just don't have time for it. Because I don't care who you are, what you are, if you drinking beer, eventually it turns into a gut. Period. All right, you kind of stepping on my toes. I'm, I'm no, hey, listen, stepping I'm stepping on, on my own toes. Here. <laughs> I'm stepping on my own toes here. I'm just saying, like, here's one thing too. Like, it, so I mean, we all at high school level, we see these kids that are partying at a very young age, and it's like, yeah. and some of them are unbelievable kids that are just great kids, and I'm like, this kid is partying and drinking and getting drunk every weekend and he's 15 16 years old so now when he turns 21 where do you, where do you go from here where do you go what do you go next <laughs> yeah, i mean yeah, where you go from there? i mean i'm worried about that it's like yo don't give it time give it time i mean and not only that man the la the worst thing I'll, i always tell my players i said the worst thing you could ever say to me the worst single worst thing you should that you could say to me is coach i should have listened yeah i don't ever want to hear that you know what I'm saying? So just do make the right decisions. Do what you're supposed to do from the gate. And you ain't got to worry about all that extra stuff. All right, man. Here we go. Last but not least, man. Last but not least. Parents, how can you help your child be a winner? Now, most of you think, well, if I do this and I do that. Now, it's, it's a real, real simple equation. We, we're going to subtract all variables. So when you're listening to this, don't don't start screaming at the radio and say, well, my child coach don't do that. Well, my child coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're yeah. We're subtracting yeah. all variables. All Hopefully, right. the good Lord bless you with enough insight and discretion where you can see if your child is in a bad situation, man. Um, how can you help your child be successful? One, support the institution that they are a part of, okay? Because when you show that you believe 
and what your child is a part of, it's easier for your child to believe what they are a part of. Okay? Because one of the worst things you can do is talk bad about your child's coach in front of your child, and then that child still got to go back and play for that guy or that lady. It's going to be very hard for that child to do that because you feed them, you clothe them, you're the one keeping a roof over their head. Mm -hmm. They're definitely going to value what you're saying. Yeah. But your philosophy or belief has the right to be different from the coach. But that doesn't mean that coach is particularly wrong with their philosophy or belief. So in order for the philosophy to work best for your child, your child needs to believe in it. Yeah. They need to believe in it. You know, and we're not talking about playing time and stuff like that. We're just talking about simply believing. Because when they believe in the philosophy they believe and they're engaged, they're going to have the opportunity to be successful. You see it happen in college sports, high school sports, even the pros year in and year out. Okay? Guys believe in the system. Those systems work. Chris Paul didn't believe in what the Clippers were doing. So guess what? The Clippers never really got over the hump. Well, everybody from Golden State believes in what Golden State is doing. Golden State wins at a high level. Well, well, coach, they, that's because they got Steph Curry, KD, and, and, and Klay Thompson, and Draymond. Let me break it down for you. If you know anything about sports, the way Golden State plays outside in, they don't play inside out. Mm -hmm. The way they play outside in, statistically and percentage-wise, isn't supposed to work. Uh-huh. They shoot they were shooting threes at such a high clip. Like even the announcers on ESPN were almost baffled at the beginning, then they started believing in it. But because everyone believes in that system, make the extra pass, share the ball, move the ball, trust each other, and lock up on D, there they, they broke the Chicago Bulls record. They um won two of the last three championships, and that's with that's with their starting four man, what, Draymond six five on his best day? Yeah. They say six 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 seven, but you know, yeah, nah, you know, he's about six four six five. You know, so so you have these guys, you have these guys believing in something. So the power of belief is very important, parents. That's that's the first thing you can do to help your child be a winner. What y'all got? Well, I mean, you bring up a person like Draymond Green. He's he he's the ultimate if you're talking about. Uh, uh, a person that sacrifices for the team like he does the dirty work like he he's he's the defender he they switch on all ball screens why because they got the versatility to do so you know because he can move his feet on defense um he rebounds the ball he starts the breaks sometimes he he is the break you know he runs the floor he doesn't care if he doesn't get the ball because shoot like you know what man shoot that three i'm gonna get this offensive board and shoot i'm i'm if I'm open, I kick, I put it up. If not, I'm gonna kick it back out. But that that that's a testament to what to him, yeah, yeah. But his parents, or 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 whoever, whatever coach he had growing up, or whoever was influential in his life, letting him know that hey, there's no I in team, uh, support what you got going on, and let's see if it works. And if and the only way you see if something works, you gotta believe in it. And the thing, and that's the thing, a lot of parents don't believe in what the coach is doing because yeah. they want they feel as though it should be done differently, rather than, you know, what son, you know, or or or, or, uh, or daughter, um, just just what what does coach want you? Ask. How about this? Ask your child what the coach want is asking of you. 
I saw an article that says um, coaches should sit down with the parents and the kid at the beginning of the season. I found it intriguing, not sure if it's anything I want to do, but they should sit down and let the kid and the parent know what their role is on the team for this year. Um, so this way the parent is informed about what your mindset is and, and, and what you're expecting out of the kid and, you know, not necessarily the intricacies of the offense, defense, yeah. and the center third, but just what you're looking for out of the kid. Hey, we're looking for, you, we're looking for your son to pull down about 15 boards a night. You know, we know he's going to get his points. We're not going to really concentrate on that. You know, uh, uh, you, your son needs to work on his jump shot more, so we're really looking at him. But he can play great defense, so we're looking for him to be one of our better on-the-ball defenders. You know, just, just, just little things. But then we alluded to it a couple of weeks ago. Parents, all that stuff Coach Staley said was just good, but you got to be able to look in that mirror. Put your kid in front of that mirror or look at your kid, not through them rosy glasses of the child that you love yeah. and care for yeah, so yeah, much. Yeah. When your kid, when your child is out there, is he performing to a point where you go, okay, well, I don't, I don't know why he took my son out. I don't know why this. So now they got the peanut gallery going in the stands, everybody talking about the coach, and now nobody is successful. How can anybody be successful in that environment? I don't see I, I don't see it being possible because now you're going to go home and you're going to tell your kid whatever if, or speak about on the ride home from the gym or wherever. Talk about how bad the coach is in front of your child. So now the coach who has to live with you, just like uh, uh, Coach Daly just alluded to, who has to live with you. The kid now has to make a decision. Do I listen to my mom or dad who I know loves me? Because they put a roof over my head, food in my stomach, and clothes on my back. Or coach, who is this outside person who I like, but my mama really don't like him or her. And so now we put this kid in a position where there's no way for him to succeed because he's torn in two. What you got, Mike? Yeah, I mean, so if you have a coach, if your coach... Wants to wants the absolute best for your for your son or daughter, and is trying their best to be a great role model and win as many games as possible. Which the vast majority of coaches, that is what they all want. Support that coach. Support that coach. Is every coach in every high school in every school in America the best X's and O's coach or the best coach? No. Is every coach, Coach Staley, Coach English, Coach Hallett, uh, Coach Steve Smith at Oak Hill? No, not every coach can be great like you guys are. But every, almost every coach in America wants the best for their kid, for their players, wants the best for those parents, sons, and daughters, and wants to win as many games as possible. So if that's what that coach, if that's that coach's, they want the best for the kid. And they want to win, which majority of coaches do. Parents support that coach. Support that coach. So don't talk bad about that coach in front of your kids, because at the end of the day, all it's going to do is have a negative impact on the team and have a negative impact on the coach and player relationship. That's all I got. Yeah, man, it's it's important, man. So like, I th I think parents we don't have to talk about this long. Y'all are adults. Y'all have y'all have to help those folks. Go to the game and cheer. Because when the kids see that you're cheering for the team, I've seen parents just sit in the stand and only are engaged in the game when their child is playing. Don't do that. That's not helping your child. Believe it or not, that's not helping your child. Go to the game and cheer. Um, trust the process. Let the coach do their job. Support the coach. 
and help your child get better. You know, as a parent, I, I never want to, like, I try my best to stay away from coach and parent when I'm dealing with my sons. You know, my sons, my, my oldest son has been in situations where literally he was not the best player on the team. So he didn't play as much. So guess what happened? He was in the car and he was frustrated on the way home. I did not talk about the coach. The conversation was only directed at him getting better. And guess what else I did? I called the coach was like, look, your player needs to talk to you, man. He wants to know what he needs to do to get better. I didn't put my opinion in there. We figured out a way to get better. I told him he needs to get better, and his coach explained what he wanted from them. Guess what happened? The child grew. I didn't jump teams. I didn't say, well, we're transferring or we're doing this. We focused on the child getting better. That's how you help your child win. And it sometimes is a bitter pill to swallow, but you can't bring pride in it, man. It's... it's Especially when you're dealing with playing a team sport. And it's so hard to find a sport nowadays where you don't need a team, even in tennis. Yeah. You know, you, you need you need something. And it's going to be someone you're going to have to trust in tennis. You're going to have to trust your caddy in, in golf, you know. But at the end of the day, as parents, I think what we really want y'all to get y'all to understand is your role plays a major part on how successful your child is from an abstract point of view. I'm not even talking from a literal perspective. You know, but if like if you come and help them have the right mindset and the right the right insight and view on what they need to do, I think I think it's a lot easier for that child. Well, it, it is at that point because now the child feels as though it's in a comfortable situation. The child feels as though he or she is in a comfortable situation in which uh, the parent and the coach are, are 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 you know can get along and 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 really are interested in in the betterment of the team. And I think when a parent is in interest of the betterment of the team then, you know, the kid then becomes a teen kid because he's taking his cues from his parents. Remember, like we said, kids, kids, all their behavior, the majority of it is learned. You know what I'm saying? So if so, if a parent is engaged in the game, whether the kid's in it or not, you know, if that's the case, I mean, the, the sky's the limit for the team at that point because you got parent. The girls team has this parent. I love her to death. And, and she's on the girls team and I love her. Uh, her daughter doesn't play much. Doesn't play much at all. But every game, she shows up with this huge cooler and this huge bag, and she chairs all four, all four teams, JV games, varsity games, and after the game, she gives out snacks and cookies and juice and water to every player. Now her daughter don't play that much now. That's awesome. But she's there, and she's changing. You see, you know when she come in, you hear that cooler rolling. Yeah. <laughs> Into look, the look at the life lesson she's teaching her daughter, man. Yeah, I her mean, daughter's going to be a great person because of that. Yeah, and, 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 and but that's what she, that's it. She's, she's teaching her how to be, no matter what, you are a part of the team. So I'm going to support the team. She could have just brought food for her. Yeah. She could have just brought food for her. It's been so much food that my kids that's running around the gym, she'll give to, my, to, to Mira and Edison. Oh, here, here, give him this, give him that. You want more? You want more? You know, and, but that's the type of parent that you, you want. Like, and I'm not saying I have something that I don't. I'm just saying that that's the type of parent that you want. You know, it's just, there's so much to be learned from, from a lot of this, just from sitting there. And even if I'm a parent who really, really does not like what's going on with the coach. Okay, fine. You have options. There are a lot of options for you as a parent, you and your child. You know, if you feel as though it's that bad of a situation, then guess what? You're not doing the child no good by staying. I hate to say it, but 
transfer. Like you I, have can, options. Can you, like like we said in the beginning, communicate with the coach. Yeah, man. I mean, and some of y'all might have an attitude as bad as mine. Like I have a terrible attitude, so I'm not gonna be okay. <laughs> Mike, are you smiling? Like, I'm not. I'm not gonna like. You know, this is but see. You have to learn how to channel your bad attitude. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be okay with my son sitting the bench. Okay, that's just my personal attitude. Because as a coach, I want my kids to figure out a way to help the team win. Yeah. So I can't live with my son not helping the team win. So what do I do with my bad attitude? Get up. We're going to work out. You're not sleeping in on Saturday mornings. Yeah. You're not shooting the doo-doo all Sunday afternoon. As you can see, my sons aren't in the house. You know why? Because they're out training right now. Jason's in the first grade, Talon's in the fourth. And what they say is, oh, well, you, sometimes you're too hard on them. No, it's not too hard on them. This is the pedigree that we live by. Mm -hmm. This is the pedigree that we're going to live by. If it ever gets to the point where they think it's not fun, we'll stop. But I think it's fun because we're do I'm, I do it with the thought of love. I don't do it with the thought of gaining for yeah, myself, yeah, yeah. you know. The only really selfish thought I have in it is that the money that me and my wife have saved up for college, I want them dudes to get scholarships so we can travel the world with that college money mm -hmm. instead of spending it on them to go to school. Because my wife already told me, y'all either going to school academically or athletically. The academics better be there so whatever we get athletically is going to be cake. So you can have a bad attitude like me, but channel it. Help your kid get better. I'm not okay with my kid being average, and you shouldn't be either, but know how to channel it. If you don't, hit us up on the email. Message us on YouTube, and we'll figure out. We I, we will help you do it. Um, yeah. But we're going to go ahead and bring this show to a close, man. I'm gonna, my first shout-out today is going to be to my brother, Jason Reynolds, for being in People Magazine. He's one of the great young hey, authors. Congrats, yeah, congrats. One of the congrats. great young authors in America. Um his um, Miles Morales book just, um, you know, finishes one of the top sellers in 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 um, in, in, the, in the country in the world. Um, your godson Talon is reading that book. I force him to read it every night. Not that I have to force him, but I make sure he reads it. But Jason, man, if y'all haven't bought Jason Reynolds' book, man, y'all Google Jason Reynolds and, and and buy his books, man. Get out there and support him. Sure. He's doing a great job with helping young people, man. Man, I mean that. I'm glad to be back on. I know I missed last week. I mean, it's awesome to hear you guys speaking. Uh, I mean, I thought that this was awesome. I like what you talked about. We all, we all talked about in order to be great, you you have to be uncommon. And Whew. and gotcha. a quote, and I don't know who said who who said it. So, um, like I said, I steal basically everything from everybody. So whoever said this quote. Um, I don't know who said it, so I'm going to take credit for it. But in order to accomplish what others don't, you must be willing to do what others won't. I uh, mean, by far. So if you want to be great, you need to do what others don't. Yeah, man. Uh, and, and my final on this uh, episode is it's uh, of a personal nature. Um, uh, my brother uh, has a bipolar disorder. He was just uh, committed uh, to a mental institution um, and we did not know for years um, and me and my family we look back and look back and look back and, and find out little things that could have that that we could have seen that we that we could have used to help him get help before now so please pay attention um, to your brothers your sisters your mothers your uncles you know your family members friends pay attention to what pay attention to what they're doing anything that comes up out of the ordinary and try to figure out a way to talk about it, have conversation, because it isn't until my mom, 
Uh, and my dad, who hadn't spoken for years, got got together with my brother this past week and sat him down and talked to him was where he decided to really go and get help after 10 years of a back and forth in and out of facility after facility. So please, I know it's our Cancer Awareness Month and Domestic Violence Month, and just uh, uh, let's not forget that there are a whole lot of other things out there like um, uh, uh, people with mental uh, handicaps. Um, please just take notice, pay attention to people that's around you so that you can uh, stay on top of the situation rather than being reactive like my family has had to be. Sure. Um, for any comments or questions, anything that you would like to give for the show, make sure to email us. Uh, be a part of the conversation at The Staley and English Show. That's A-N-D, The Staley and English Show at gmail.com. Yeah, I got last the last thing of sending, sending those emails. We need... We need a name for our studio. Yeah, on yeah. The, uh, on the uh, road tripping podcast, they got they got a name for their studio. We sh- email us, shout us out, give us a name. Yeah, give, a us, name yeah, give us a name. Give us a name. Hey, well, how about this? How about this? Hey, here's what we're gonna leave in your hands. We need we, we need two we need two names. We need two names. We need a new name for the show. As well as a uh, a name for the studio. Well, we changing the name of the show. Yeah, we're gonna change the name of the show, man. We gotta find a way to incorporate you a little bit better than it's incorporated currently. Yeah, featuring yeah, I, mean, I, I respect yeah. that. We went from okay. not on it to on it. We're 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 figure out a way. We'll figure out a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta figure out a way to do it. But um, mostly, let's get like Coach Kurt said. Let's get let's get your uh your opinions on uh the the studio name. It's gotta be a name for the studio. No singing. No, no singing. The birthday's over, right? No, but it'll say it still sounds good. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, happy birthday, Miss Staley. Finally, Miss Coach. Well, y'all enjoy your week. Uh, Um, I swear it's distracting every time he starts to do it. I have something in my head, and I just it goes out my head. Uh, I can't wait till this birthday thing is passed. But don't forget, email us. Uh, uh, let us know what you think. Hit us up on YouTube. Right. Check out the show on iTunes and Podbean. Also, shout out to the what's the podcast again, Coach uh, Kurtz? Road tripping. Road tripping. Yeah, you guys want us on uh, your show? We're, we're available. We're available. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> Richard man. Jefferson, uh, Channing Fry, holler at us. As well as uh, uh, if you have adult ears. Um, there's a, uh, a podcast called the DJ Blaze Radio Shows. It's now uh, uh, the host of it, DJ Blaze, has passed on. But his partner has decided to keep the show going. My man, Be Easy. If you get a chance, it's on iTunes. Very, very funny show. Get an opportunity to listen to it. It's uh, the DJ Blaze Radio Show. And we out of here. Hey man, God bless Most y'all. people wake up if you ever turn up. Big messes of the dream They keep mad like a Just like you, I'm trying to live my life right And then the body light turned on the lights And if you do that, then you'll be fine yeah. Cause I remember dreaming, dreaming There's a key of me getting older And exactly what I do Yeah, I had to get ready cause Rico Love said turn up.
life. I want my my work, uh, my my family. I want it to mean something. And it's like it has. If if you are not making someone else's life better, then you're wasting your time. The first step before anybody else in the world believes it is you have to believe it. There's no reason to have a plan B because it distracts from plan A. And I've learned you can't take everybody your place. Sometimes your dreams are bigger than them. It's already done. The second I decide it's done, it's already done. So now we just got to wait for y'all to see. 